You're listening to Tamar Yonah with Dr. Mordechai Ben Menachem on the Tamar Yonah Show as we cover day nine of the war in Israel here by the Hamas and all the enemies of Israel. Uh, we are. This is a war that is different from many, many wars because this is a war that is not just on the borders of Israel but is on the home front as well. Dr. Mordechai Ben Menachem, welcome to the program. Thank you. All right. Israel is in its ninth day. We still have rockets and missiles being launched from Gaza, who has been under siege also, under attack, a retaliation from Israel to save our citizenry and soldiers for nine days, and they're still able to launch rockets and missiles at our cities, even Tel Aviv, the big, big Tel Aviv, the major metropolis of Israel. At the same time, the northern border is slowly opening up as well with the Hezbollah. And as of yet, this war uh, that we are trying to protect our home front, our civilians who have been kidnapped, who have been tortured, who have been raped, who have been slaughtered in uh, atrocities that are war crimes, something that people here in Israel are saying, correctly so, by the way, that this is the worst attack against the Jewish people since the Holocaust. Uh, where would you like to start? Well, let's start with a little bit of background. Um... So it's important to understand that the Arab states, not just the Abraham Accord states, but basically all of the Arab states, strongly desire for Israel to win, even if they can't say it publicly. But I would guesstimate that every Arab country, except the, 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 the most ridiculous of them, like Yemen, which is not really a country, strongly desire Israel to win here and to win big. They despise the Hamas. First of all, because Hamas is part of the Muslim Brotherhood. Uh, remember, in the Emirates, in uh, the, the Gulf states, in Saudi Arabia, Hamas is against the law. Hamas is considered a terrorist organization and not something which is legitimate. Hamas is against the law in Egypt, as is the Muslim Brotherhood. The Egyptians have spent enormous efforts over the years to eliminate the Muslim Brotherhood as much as possible. Thousands of them have died in prison. And Hamas is part of the Muslim Brotherhood. It is a, uh, 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 um, uh, uh, an integral part, an armed part of the Muslim Brotherhood. So when some people talk, and this is very important, people need to understand this uh, 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 totally, when some people talk, for instance, about, well, Egypt had opened up the Rafah border, uh, border crossing, so that the people in, Ga in Gaza can flee to Egypt. No way do the Egyptians have any desire of that. They don't want these, this human garbage anywhere near them. No, they're, no, 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 they're not human garbage. They're monsters. Well, whatever. I won't argue right, right now the kinds of the kinds of terminology to use. I don't. I still. I'm still bothered with using the term subhuman. I can't quite use that. Um, but these are not these are not normal human beings. Whatever terminology we we choose. This is this is this is these are horrible, horrible, horrible people. Whatever you want to, uh, whatever epithet you want to uh, 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 you want to choose to describe them so th this is this is something that, that people need to understand very very uh, uh, penetratingly and I'll give you another thing that people don't understand and causes a lot of problems that the so-called two-state solution this is a um, uh, um, uh, 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 some sort of a semi-religious fanaticism of the morons that call themselves the State Department of the United States this is utterly stupid. The concept of the two-state solution, hear what I'm saying very carefully. The concept of, the of a two-state solution has never been adopted by any Palestinian organization. No Palestinian leader 
large or small, has ever accepted the concept of a two-state solution. Nobody. No one has adopted it. No one has agreed to that. Yasser Arafat himself was offered a state seven times. He refused every time. Because they don't want an Israel. They want a one-state no, solution. No, 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 no. That's not true. That's not the issue. The Quran and the Sunnah state very carefully. There is no such thing as a state. A two-state solution is against what's called today radical Islam. There is only one concept that is legitimate to these people. That is a khalif, a caliphate. What does the word khalif mean? Instead of. Instead of whom? Instead of Muhammad. It's a, it's a very similar concept to what the Vatican says about the Pope. He is instead of, what do they call him, Peter. The Muslims adopted the same concept originally. Not Muhammad, but, but his, his, his uh, um, uh, uh, successors. It was actually Abu Bakr, but it doesn't matter. The names don't matter. Um, so it's the same concept here. The only thing that is legitimate is the Caliphate. Now, obviously, there are some Arab states, Arab Muslim states today that do not accept the concept of a, of, of a Caliphate. So I'm, not, I'm not saying that Islam is... Uh, uh, um, um, uh, um, uh, a universal thing. There are different kinds of Islam that just as there are different kinds of, of Christianity. Okay, I'm going to interrupt you just for a moment. Uh, this is, we are live on Sunday. It is 4.07 p.m. There are red alert sirens at this moment going off in the north of Israel. Uh, in Shlomi and uh, other places as well. This is again uh, the opening, uh, the slow opening of the northern front against Israel, uh, most likely by the Hezbollah in southern Lebanon, although we've had attacks from Syria as well. And uh, I'm just keeping you uh, alert to what's going on. We're wishing uh, safety for all of the people who are running for cover there. I have a friend also who just posted on his group that he has fled the north. He and his family have decided not to stay and they went uh, more to the center of the country uh, for safety. That's according to their will and their personal decision. Uh, but we're wishing all of our citizens here in Israel safety and go ahead, Mordechai. Okay, so, so these are basic concepts that people, particularly in America, really do not understand. So when the State Department says something about a two-state solution, they are being stupid. Nobody in the world agrees with them other than themselves. Nobody. Not Jews nor Arabs. Nobody wants that. It is an impossible concept. It's Constantly harping on that impossible. shows only their own ridiculousness. There is no two-state solution. Never has, never will be. It is not possible. Uh, you know, I just want to say that many Israelis call it the final solution. It's not the two-state solution. It's the final solution because Israel would that, not be able that's, to... That's, that's, that's pretty much just uh, Caroline Gleck, who I respect enormously, but fine. Okay. Okay. I'm just saying that, I'm just saying what we say because uh, Israel would not be able to survive that. That means that they would be right on top of uh, Israel's international airport being able to shoot down any plane that try to uh, land uh, But again, here. it doesn't matter what they say because the, 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 it's an irrelevancy. They're, they're talking in irrelevancy from the very beginning. They don't know what they're talking about because none of these people have been sufficiently intellectual to bother to read or listen to what the, what, what the Arabs say. Okay, I'm sorry. Another red alert siren going off now again in the north of the country in Rosh Hanikra uh, and uh, Hanita. As well, uh, residents there running for cover now from any uh, incoming rockets, missiles, or any other type of uh, weaponry there. Uh, People we should are be aware that these, 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 these places that Tamar has just mentioned are exactly on the border. Yeah, okay. Uh, Naharia, sorry. On the border with, with Lebanon. Now, Naharia, okay, so this is widening now. This is Naharia as well, Rosh Hashanah, as I said, Shlomi. Okay, Naharia is about, I don't remember, uh, 10 kilometers from the border. So it's very close. Yes. 
Uh, and uh, more and more red alert sirens going off in the north. So we're, again, we're wishing peace and safety to all of our listeners. And this is happening at around 4.10 p.m. on Sunday, the 15th of October, as we are live. If you're listening to the show at any other time, it's a replay of the live show. Go ahead. Okay, so let's get back to the, um, uh, to the background. I'll, I'll, I'll cover briefly people who might not have not, might not be aware of the, of the real numbers. I'll discuss briefly just for a moment now what actually happened last Saturday, not yesterday, a week ago. Um, uh, 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 the Hamas people began their attack at about half past six in the morning, so started by firing several thousand rockets. Um, uh, 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 um, um, they um, uh, attacked by land, sea, and air under the cover of those rockets. Um, basically, it's, it's equivalent to an artillery barrage. Um, uh, um, they went into, first thing they did, it's very interesting, first thing they did was they went and they attacked this party, this, this so-called peace, peace uh, concert, where they immediately um, uh, murdered 260 youth from all over the world. There were people there from um, tens of different countries. I don't have the list Including of countries, but United many, States, many countries. Canada, etc. Yeah, many, many countries. Yes. Uh, Germany, France, uh, Netherlands, uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, tens of countries. Okay? They murdered them indiscriminately. By the way, many of them not being Jews at all. Um, so they were not even targeting Jews. They were targeting anybody who happened to be there. Um, I must admit, uh, um, uh, um, uh, um, uh, they have killed not only Jews, they've killed anybody in Israel. In other words, they killed Arabs, they killed uh, uh, Christians, they killed all sorts of people. They just killed. That's what they do. So they killed 260 youth from all over the world at that uh, International Peace Festival near the Gaza border, um, with many of them taken into Gaza and their fates are unknown. I'll get back to that point in a, a little bit later. Um, during the course of the day, the numbers of rockets reached something on the order of between five and 7,000. We somehow don't really know the number. Um, the border was breached in about 30 different locations. More than 1,000 Hamas operators penetrated, some of them by air. That's the ones that hit this concert penetrated by air with, this, with these uh, um, uh, gliders. And uh, 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 more than 1,300 Israelis were murdered on that one day. More than 3,400 were injured on that one day. About 128 were kidnapped to Gaza. Uh, again, I'll get back to that issue of the kidnapped of the so-called hostages and, and uh, a little bit later. Um, are we having a break soon? No, we are having no breaks. We're going straight through. Okay. Okay. So uh, I, I want I, I want to give a little. I'm, 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 we're still in the background now. So I want to give a, a little bit here. That to, to give people a little bit of the, the framework of this, there's a, 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 something called the Trends Journal. And I'll, and I'll make a, a comment about that journal in a moment. But the Trends Journal, on the 3rd of January, 2003, nine months ago, wrote, and I'm quoting, quote, when all else fails, they take you to war. As economies decline, we forecast Washington will ramp up its proxy war, proxy war with Iran and do all it can to support Israeli actions against Tehran. With the current Israeli government in charge that has been termed far-right by the mainstream media, we forecast that military conflict will erupt between United States, Israel versus Iran. When this occurs, oil prices will sharply rise, economies will dive into depression, and World War III will intensify. Close quote. Nine months beforehand. How was this predictable? It's a fascinating issue. How was it that this was predictable? Well, let me give you just a, a hint of one of the items, one data item that people overlooked, and it's fascinating. On the 21st of September, in other words, about uh, uh, three and a half, four weeks ago, there was a report published by a leading Middle, uh, Middle Eastern think tank which reported that over the, since 2007, in other words, for over the last um, uh, uh, 15 years approximately, 350,000 Gazans have emigrated from Gaza. So much for the 
moronic uh, a theory of an, of an open-air prison. Right? 350,000 Gazans have left. Basically, Turkey issues on the order of 12,000 visas per year. If you go to the Rafiah crossing with a visa from Turkey, you can easily leave. Anyone can leave. The problem with that, of course, is that Hamas doesn't want anybody to leave. So some people are totally prohibited and some people are only forced to pay a ransom in order to leave. But 350,000 have left. Again, this concept of it's an open air prison is simply a lie. People lie because they want to to, uh, uh, promulgate uh, just lies and propaganda against Israel. 350,000 have left. Where are they gone to? Well, it now turns out, since we, since this report was published, it now turns out that a lot of them, are very, uh, uh, by the way, all, almost all of these of these people, more than 95% are, 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 are young males. Very few females, and suddenly um, um, none of them that are, are not of army age. It now turns out that a lot of them, where are they right now? Well, they're in Ukraine fighting for Ukraine against Russia. So when Hamas issued a, uh, uh, a notification on last Sunday thanking the government of Ukraine for the weapons that they received, the American weapons that they received from the Ukraine, which, of course, what's his name, uh, Kirby, lied and said that not, that didn't happen. Hamas says it did. Now we're starting to understand some of this picture. Now, what does this number mean, 350,000? Well, uh, uh, the population of Gaza is termed by um, the so-called mainstream media to be 2.3 million, which is a lie. It's nowhere near that amount, but that doesn't matter. If you look at satellite photographs before the war, you see that there are uh, um, uh, uh, um, 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 between 25 and 30 percent of the area of Gaza is totally without any buildings whatsoever. No one lives there. So if it was two, if it was more than two million people, it would be full, but it's not. Gaza has never the Gaza Strip has never been full. There are all, there are vast tracts of land that are not peopled at all, which is one of the re- one of the reasons for that is because part of that is where our settlements in Gush Katif used to be. Basically, nobody lives there now. Okay, so. If we assume, for instance, just for the sake of argument, that two million people did live there, three hundred fifty thousand out of two million, how many are young men of, of army age? Demographics. Anybody can do the arithmetic. Well, half of the two million, one million would be females. Half of that of the remaining million would be either very old or very young. So, a very major portion of the of the population of the fighting age population, fighter, the possible fighters for Hamas have been leaving over the past few years. In other words, why is it that the Trends Journal was able to predict that this was about to happen? Because if it didn't happen now, it would never happen. They didn't have the manpower to do it anymore. Demography matters. The number of people that you have available matters. Now, Getting back to that issue of the two million, um, you know, a lot of people are saying, "Well, it's a humanitarian crisis and this that." There are innocent civilians in Gaza. I reject that concept that there are innocent civilians in Gaza. Maybe few. In the last survey taken, eighty-four percent of Gazans declared that they support the Hamas Charter. The Hamas Charter calls for the extermination of all Jews all over the world. By the way, tomorrow, just but for your edification, we should differentiate between Hamas and Hezbollah. Hamas says all Jews all over the all over the world. Hezbollah says only the males and the women all should be taken as sex slaves. How I, I don't know if that's supposed to make you feel better or not, but that's the difference between Hamas and Hezbollah. All right. Let me just give out some stats for people who are still listening. Again, we are speaking on Sunday, October 15th here at Israel News Talk Radio. And the latest uh, numbers, I'm uh, giving this from Arut Sheva, is that there are over 1,300 Israelis killed 
that includes soldiers and civilians, men, women, children, babies, uh, in, in massacres as well. Around 3,400 or more have been injured and at least 100 Israelis, men, women, children, grandparents, babies have been kidnapped and are being held by the Hamas in Gaza. Go ahead. Okay. Now, I've seen several uh, um, uh, videos, so-called news videos on, uh, on YouTube that claim, oh, this business about beheaded children, that's not true. They're lies. I have seen the pictures. Well, I'll tell you something, Mordecai. I don't know. I guess I didn't tell you, but uh, my son was down there, and he witnessed it. He saw it himself. And it was very, very hard. Uh, he, he explained how bodies could not be moved, that they sat out there for a couple of days or more, and that's why the death toll had to go up slowly, is because the bodies were booby-trapped. They would put grenades under the bodies or in the houses where the bodies were lying. One soldier opened up the door to go in to see if there's any survivors, and boom, the door blew up right in his face. His face was was blown up. Uh, and the bodies themselves, they have certain types of grenades that they work like uh, landmines that you pull out the pin and then uh, if the body, if, if the weight is lifted, when they go to pick up the body, it will explode. And so because these bodies were booby-trapped, they had to have sappers and the, and the correct people, personnel to come in first and being able to make it so they can retrieve the bodies. This is what we're dealing with. These are, these are monsters. They've given up their right to be called human beings, to do what they did to children, where they beheaded them, where they burned them alive, where they raped the women both ways and then cut them up and, and burn them alive. And my son saw all of this bodies in cars of parents and children in their cars burnt to a crisp. And they're, let me just say right now what they're also doing. They're taking the credit cards of these people and they're emptying out the bank accounts of the widow's if, if, if their husbands were serving over there or their, their children or whatever, they're, they're, they're just sucking out the family's savings and using it to purchase things for the Hamas. And with airline tickets, uh, bringing, uh, I, I don't know what they're doing with all sorts of things. They're, 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 they're just taking the money. They're taking their phones. They're uploading images sometimes of the person themselves up onto their Facebook page. Because remember, your phone has a Facebook app. They would take the phones. They would film how they were killing the person. And then the body lying there in a puddle of blood. And then they would upload it to that person's Facebook page. And that's how their family and friends found out that their grandmother was dead and saw how she died. Okay, we're well, dealing I, with I, I monsters. If you remember, if you remember, Tamar, I was in when I was in the army. I was I was a sapper. So this business of booby tracked bodies, um, I lived that in 1970. That's 53 years ago. So this is not new. They've been doing this basically forever. I, I actually took apart as a sapper a booby trap like that. That was designed to, well, I can't go into the hills, but it doesn't matter. But it, it was, it was, it was, that, that's not new. That's something that they, that these people have been doing for, for, for basically decades now. They booby trap bodies, even bodies of their own people. Now, I mentioned the word, their own people. People, people need to understand what this means as well. Okay. So everybody says, well, you know, Hamas is just the, the government of the Gaza Strip. That's a lie. That's not true. That's, again, something that's been promulgated endlessly. Everybody believes it. On Sunday, a senior Hamas official said, uh, commenting to a, who was it? I think it was a BBC. I'm not certain of that. Commented that, uh, you know, how did we succeed? Well, you know, we didn't go to, we didn't join Islamic uh, Jihad in, in the, in the, in the Musab a few months ago. Because we wanted the Israelis to think that we were just busy go governing Gaza. We were never governing Gaza. We don't care about Gazans. He said it, not me. We were busy planning this attack. 
By the way, let me just add here that one of the heads of the attack, let me, let me just get my notes so I, get, I remember the name right, because so, so much information uh, that I want to share with you. Yamach uh, Shamo, may his name be erased, Ali Kadi. Ali Kadi was... Ali Kadi was in charge of everything concerning the rockets. Well, it says here that he was in an Israeli prison in 2005 following the kidnapping and murder of Israeli civilians. He was released as part of the Gilad Shalit prisoner exchange in 2011. In 2011, this piece of, of garbage was released... And now this is what he he committed. Well, Sinwar was also released in the in the Shalit exchange. We, Sinwar is the head of Hamas and Gaza. We, I, I, and I, I want to put this forward. I think I did it in a show previously last week that Israel is always responding to the attacks upon it, and instead we need to take the initiative, and we should be saying. If you do not return our hostages within the next hour, we're taking 10 convicted terrorists. They're convicted that we've been holding and feeding and letting them have a college education, etc. And we're going to execute them. And every hour... Well, we, have a, we have a problem with that, Tamar. You, know you, you don't remember whatever, your, you know what, your history. You know what? Whatever, we need to take the initiative. We need to say, if you don't give us our prisoners back, and by the way, the dead bodies of our soldiers that they're still holding on to, and by the way, Avram Mengistu, who is an Ethiopian Jewish black man who is being held there as well as a, kidna- as, 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 as a prisoner there, and if you don't return our people to us, this and this and this is going to happen to you. Well, we've said that actually. Um, that was, I think, it was yesterday or the day before. We said that there will be no water and no food allowed into Gaza unless these people were returned. So that 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 is a process that is going on now. In terms of what you said about taking prisoners, for instance, convicted prisoners or even prisoners we catch now, and we've caught many, and executing them. Well, we have a problem. We have this thing here called our Supreme Court, which is peopled by a bunch of basically jerks. I don't, I don't want to use a more strong term. Um, uh, uh, who actually made that illegal in two thousand and six? I think it was. Okay, I'm we don't have to argue about details. Something I don't care what it is, but it has to be something that has currency with them, something that they care yes. about, well, so that, and we need we to did. take initiative and not just react. Because yeah, the I, fact I, I is, was... nine days later, they are still shooting rockets at Tel Aviv and the center of the country and the, the south of the country and the north of the country, and we're still trying to get our pants on. Well, as I said, I think I think it was the day before yesterday, maybe the day before that, or maybe it was. Uh, Thursday or Friday, there was an announcement that no water or food would be allowed into Gaza until people were returned. Now, on, uh, 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 on the issue of, uh, of people returning, we have to give a small bright spot. There was recently, I think this morning, um, uh, an incursion into Gaza by some of our special forces. And during the course of this, they did find some of our people, all of them had been murdered. But they did recover some people. Now, to give uh, the, our listeners no a words, little bit no of um, context here on the human side, I go to a, a Beit Knesset, the synagogue, which is very small. I like small synagogues. That's just my taste. And our synagogue has about 25 families. One of our people, well, People, a person that live, a family that lives, I don't know, maybe a two-minute walk from where I live, uh, on the same street. His son was at that party, and his sister lived there and was murdered, and her body was only discovered this morning. Yeah, so they, I, I they, think they they are, while somebody. we're speaking yeah. right now, they are burying his sister. And uh, and a friend who was a, a chiropractor, his son was missing for days, and then uh, he found out that his son was killed uh, at that yeah. party as well. 
And, and it's, it's, it's destroying people. It's destroying families. I mean, and we've lost at least 255 soldiers. That's another 255 families who are sitting Shiva, sitting Shiva. Most people uh, pronounce the word in, in, in America. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, listen, it's taking a toll. However, I want to say with all of this, I don't want you to go away thinking that we are disheartened or demoralized. We are going to win this war. We are going well, to look, win this you, you war. Have to understand, you have to understand that so, in, in the end, war is not only a numbers game, but it is also a numbers game. There, nobody nobody who is, who is in any way sane can think that Hamas with 30,000 armed persons, if you want to call them soldiers or whatever you want to call them, armed individuals, can contend and beat an army of over half a million people. Our army is now over half a million. In other words, the, the basic, um, 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 how do you say it, uh, regular army is, is 184,000 and 360,000 uh, uh, reservists were called up. So that makes it uh, about, about uh, uh, 540,000 total. Now, obviously, some of them are in the north. Some of them are in, are in uh, uh, Judea and Samaria, etc. Uh, all sorts of different issues that need to be taken care of, but we have on the order of uh, 300 to 350,000 on the Gaza border waiting to go in. Yeah, and let me just say that another thing, showing how strong the nation of Israel is and that the people who got call-up orders, uh, not only 100% of them showed up, but an additional 30%. We have 130% no, Call. you're out of date. I'm out of date. It's more than that already. Yeah, it's 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 risen 150 percent. There you go. You see, people and people who are who are even older, 85, 90 years old, at 95, are p- putting on their uniforms and and. We have one guy who's an active warrior with a gun and everything who's 90 years old. Yeah. It's just, it's just, it, yeah, that I, isn't I, right. could be, I could do that. I, mean, I don't have the physical capability of doing that. And but. I want to say the home front is doing amazing things. The women are cooking for the soldiers. They're bringing anything that the soldiers need. The, where the state has uh, sadly uh, failed in getting their act together, the people have taken over and they're out there and they're doing everything for the soldiers. In fact, you know, my son was saying how there is so much food there, schnitzels to eat, chicken, uh, you know, hamburgers, uh, rice, all these things like that for them to eat. He says, it's even better than homie, ma. Because <laughs> I, I don't cook, I, I don't cook during like the, you know, the two, the two three days in the middle of the week. I'm cooking for Shabbat and, and we have after. But in any case, he says, he says it was, he says it's amazing, Ima, which means mother. Ima means mother. He says it's amazing. We, anything we need, anything we need. They say, tell us what it is. And they go run out and they bring it. And so one of, so one of them, the soldiers was joking, um, I need a Tesla. <laughs> So it was very, very cute. It was a, they're already making jokes on how well they're being taken care of, and that is by the people here in Israel. Everybody is uh, volunteering and, and, and donating. It's just amazing. Okay, let's go on now. Yeah. Uh, uh, as is well known, the, the United States has come out in support of us in, in, in various ways, um, and of course we're, we're, we're extremely appreciative of that. But one of the things that the United States did um, they sent an aircraft carrier group to the Eastern Mediterranean. I, I have to be honest, that's a dumb thing to do. It's, it's a nonsense show. Why? Well, an aircraft carrier, this particular aircraft carrier, cost the American taxpayer pay, pay, about $20 billion. $13 billion to build, another $7 billion to um, uh, um, 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 man and equip it. Um, two or three... Sea, land to sea missiles can sink this, this boat. It's a, in the end of the day, it's a boat. Two to three Atlanta sea missiles can sink it. Hezbollah has a thousand of them. So does anybody think that this boat is going to come anywhere near the, the Lebanese coast? No, I kind of doubt that. The captain would have to be pretty dumb to do that sort of thing. So is this boat actually going to do anything? I kind of doubt that. Um, there have been some retired... Uh, special forces Americans who have um, uh, appeared on various um, uh, uh, news networks uh, through America, uh, uh, Fox and other places, and declared that, well, they, you know, America will go in with its special forces and help Israel because of these 128 or some somewhat 
um, uh, captives in Gaza, about 30 of them are American. So America will go in. Well, America won't go in. We all know that. I just want to say that, uh, again, it's uh, Sunday at uh, 4.35 p.m. There's more red alert sirens going off now in Nahal Oz that is uh, along the Gaza uh, uh, envelope, and uh, people are running for cover there, and we wish them safety. Please, God, go ahead. Well, uh, just on that note, remember that in a place like Nahal Oz, between the siren going off and the Rocket landing is 15 seconds. Yeah, sometimes not even. Sometimes it lands yeah. before the, the alarm even goes off. Yeah, okay. So, okay, let's go on. Uh, everyone is familiar, per, per, uh, I'm, I presume, with something called the International Committee of the Red Cross. During the Holocaust, the Red Cross refused to act for Jews, whether they were Jews that were enslaved, interned, or in death camps. They simply refused to act. They, they acted for um, uh, uh, prisoners of war, but they refused to act for the Jews. <clears throat> the Red Cross was approached and uh, uh, asked to look in on the captives in Gaza. They didn't say it was too difficult. They simply refused. Its record of, uh, 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 the Red Cross's record of anti-Semitism is unblemished. This is a, uh, um, by the way, in, 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 in just in case anyone's not aware, to this day, the Red Cross does not recognize Magin David Adom, our um, uh, equivalent organization. Red Cross is a is a uh, uh, um, um, an anti-Semitic organization. I will say, I will witness personally that when I was in Gaza in 1970, I personally caught Red Cross operatives who were smuggling arms, drugs, and ammunition and funds to the, to the terrorists in 1970. Now, is that still going on today? I have no idea. I'm not there anymore, of course. Thank God. Um, um, people aren't aware. I actually lived in Gaza. So I'm aware of what's going on. I'm aware of the people. I know some of the people. I haven't remained in contact with them, but I did live there. So the Red Cross is not just an anti-Semitic organization. The Red Cross is an organization which actively aids and abets the terrorists in Gaza. In other places as well, I do not know. I do not have data on Gaza. I have personal experience and data. They are an organization which aids and abets anything against Jews that they can find. And uh, the Arab, uh, the Red Crescent, I think they call their emergency medical right. services, are always uh, trying to uh, push... Uh, um, hide weapons in their ambulances in order to get across from or or, or terrorists by the way to to oh, no no you you you're incorrect tomorrow they don't hide it they don't hide it at all they they're not embarrassed no 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 the the weaponry they'll put them under a, a woman who's pregnant and and she'll be screaming i'm having a baby so the soldiers should let her get into israel uh you know in israel proper and uh, there's actually weapons in there and oh, yeah. then if they check, they'll start screaming, oh, look at Israel, they're, they're holding up a poor woman who's trying to give birth, and, and they'll blame us. Yeah. But this way, and they were never having their status taken away by abusing their, uh, this so-called international human rights things without borders in order to save lives. They, were, they, were not, they have never been uh, punished for it or, or had their, no. their... And by the way, the Red Crescent is recognized by the International Committee of the Red Cross. Magen David Adom is not. The Red Crescent is. Oh, okay. They don't take favoritism, right? Red Cross is an anti-Semitic, racist organization, and it has been since its very inception. I think that people have never heard these things before, and it's so important that Israel News Talk Radio... Dot com is here to be able to tell people that we're, we're here on the ground and we're sharing this with you because people don't know because nobody wants to print this stuff. It's not interesting. Who cares? And but this is what we're this is what we're dealing with and what we have been dealing with. It's not only it's not only that. I mean, you're absolutely correct, of course, but it's, it's even more than that. This information is actively hidden from people by the mainstream media. And, and, and it's important that people know this. I and mean, if you're a. I don't know if you're a donor to these organizations. Do you really desire, desire to donate to, to an organization like the Red Cross, which kills people? Which is active in destroying families and babies? That's what the Red Cross does. Well, not 
not if they're Christian, of course, but this this is a this is a horrible organization. This is an organization of bad people. Okay, let's go on. Um, uh, where was I? Pardon me, I'm confused myself. Okay, uh, uh, okay, the issue of occupied territories. Okay. Now, some of these people have some people have said, well. Uh, 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 Israel should be blamed because the, uh, Gaza is an occupied territory in a, an open-air prison. Well, uh, let's, let's examine that just for a moment now. It's critical to note that Gaza is not in any way occupied. Israel left Gaza uh, about 20 years ago, um, uh, uh, even removing the graves of, of, of Israelis that had died, that were buried there. Hamas has been in absolute control since 2007. There are no Israelis in Gaza unless they're kidnapped. Article 49 of the Geneva Convention, which is cited like every other day by, by Borrell, the, the, the foreign minister of the European Union and by the, 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 the so-called United Nations and the, and the human rights debacle that, they, that, 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 that's part of that organization. Right? Article 49 of the Geneva Convention, quote, the occupying power shall not deport or transfer parts of its own civil, civilian population into the territory it, occupi it occupies, unquote. Okay, A, there is no, has been, never has been any forced transfer of any population of Israel to the territories that were uh, um, uh, uh, freed in 1967. Not, not a single person was forced to move there. People that moved there and that includes you, Tamar, moved there because they wanted to move there. The occupying, the so-called occupying power, as the convention describes, did not move even one person to that place. B, the territory is not occupied. It was and always has been ours by legal right. Anyone who doesn't understand that, look at the San Remo Convention, the convention that awarded us by legal right, by the uh, entire organized world in nine and and and, and uh, what was it, nineteen twenty-two? Yeah, I'm thinking, I'm thinking nineteen twenty-two, and was ratified by the League of Nations, and was then ratified again by the United Nations. All gave us the legal right to this territory, the so-called uh, um, uh, 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 West Bank and Gaza areas. So none of that is in any way occupied. But even if it was occupied, the Article 49 of the Geneva Convention simply does not apply. Again, you're being lied to. Okay, next lie that, that I want to examine. The blockade. Israel has blockaded Gaza since 2007. Another lie. A, from 1948 to, 20, uh, to 2005, Arab countries implemented an economic blockade of Israel. For some incomprehensible reason... None of those cr crying over the so-called blockade had any problem with the blockade of Israel. B, there is no blockade. As I said, 350,000 people have left Gaza between uh, 2007 and, and, and 2020. Three, three, uh, 350,000 people. If they were blockaded, how did those people leave? Did they fly out? Gaza doesn't have an airport. Did they swim out? Kind of want think, don't think the sharks would like that. Well, I mean, they'd like that, but it wouldn't be very efficient. So Israel supplies, on, a, on an ongoing basis, Israel, not, not now, by the way, Israel supplies Gaza with electricity. The Gazans do not pay for the electricity. Israeli citizens pay for that electricity. Israel supplies Gaza with water. Gazans don't pay for that. Israeli citizens pay for that. Remember, water in Israel is more than 80% of our water is desalination, desalinated water. So water actually costs money, real money. Israel supplies communication bandwidth. Gazans don't pay for that. Why? Because the entire Western world demanded it of us unrelentingly. Why are Gazans allowed to be parasites well, I'm going to answer that because the world loves to stick it to Israel. The basis of existence of everyone, of every government in the Western world is still and remains anti-Semitism. 
Anything they can take by force from the Jews, they will take. Let's think about this on a, on a little bit broader level for just a moment. Our time is sort of running out, isn't it, Tamar? Hello, Tamar? Yeah, I'm with you. There? Yes, I'm with you. Sorry. Um, okay. Let me go. Okay. Me, go ahead. Okay. So uh, just give a little bit, uh, very briefly, some energy ramifications. Very short. The rapid escalation of the military conflict between Israel and Hamas has caused oil prices to rise. Um, Brent crude is now has now added about four dollars per barrel over the last uh, over the last week, and it's now closing at about ninety or just above ninety, depending on minute in particular. The focus is now on on Iran, with ramifications of the Gaza standoff potentially impacting the country's oil exports if the U.S. political establishment enforces stricter enforcement of sanctions. One of the major questions that we're seeing discussed now on many networks in the United States is, we know that Iran sponsored this. We know that Iran paid for it. We know that Iran supplied the, the majority of weapons. By the way, so did Turkey, but the majority is from Iran. We know that Iran um, uh, uh, gave the okay in a meeting in in Beirut a few days before the actual attack. We know this. Again, Kirby of the American government has denied it. He's a liar. We know this to be a fact. It's well known. It's well documented. I'll get to all the documentation in just a moment. So the question is, should Iran pay a price for what they've done? I can't answer that question. I think that they should. I don't know right at the moment exactly how it should be done. I can tell you that the United States, if it actually had, um, um, uh, I wanted to say something that Tamar would not like me to say. Go if ahead, I say actually it. had the courage to do what it actually claims to be able to do. Um, see, I see I'm being very, I'm making an effort to be polite. See, Tamar? Go ahead. Um, uh, 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 the United States has a, a very large um, air base on uh, the island of Diego Garcia in the Indian Ocean. If the United States wanted to, in eight minutes, they could sink the entire Iranian Navy. Take them about eight minutes to do it. That would cause the Iranians to pay a price. But will the Americans actually do anything against Iran? I doubt it. I don't, just don't think they have the courage. They to do just anything. gave Iran $6 billion. Well, actually, they took it back. Yeah, they, but they, they did, gave you're it right. to them. They gave, they gave Iran $6 million, but they took it back. That was yesterday. But $6 billion is just the, 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 the spear tip because prior to that, they had given Iran over $50 billion. That's a, aside from that $6 billion. The, the, the Biden and, uh, uh, maladministration has been funding around now for quite some time. Yeah, and you know, if you're American, first of all, I want you to know that even though we may be very upset about what uh, Biden is doing, it doesn't mean that we don't like America. We love America. We love Americans. We're, we're very unhappy with the Biden administration. Uh, but uh, if you have to understand that if your government is giving uh, Iran all of this money or setting them up to be some type of power here in the Middle East to, to you know, to, to, that they want to have their own power balance, etc. They say on their demonstrations that they're having in Iran that their media, which is controlled by the government, shows people because the media is not going to show people what they don't want people to see. They are screaming in the streets, first the little Satan, Israel. And then the big Satan, America. So it, it, these, I, I don't understand on a practical level how the government in the United States under this administration or any administration can support Iran when these are enemies of America, enemies of the American people. They hate America. They despise well, you. They despise your women because they say that they're all ladies of the evening and uh and and I, I just i don't understand how somebody's digging their own grave there but okay it happens I, I, i'll remind you that last sunday 
on that day, the day after the Hamas's initial attack, in the Iranian parliament, the entire parliament stood up to cheer Iran, and their cheer was death to America. There you go. So, I mean, you know, if anybody has any doubts, then, then you're simply asleep. Okay, let's get to our last issue right now because we're running out of time, yeah. and that is progress so far. I can't give a lot of details, but I can give a little bit so people should have some awareness of what's happening over the last few days. Um, we're into the second phase of the operation. In some initial, initial raids, as I mentioned previous, previously, uh, prior, when you're going to go into a, in, 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 in a major ground incursion of the sort, you begin with raids that are probes, that are basically, you're probing various areas, pro usually with special forces um, and, and doing all sorts of strange and wonderful things, which you can't talk about a lot, but that's okay. okay? So in, in some of these initial raids, we, we've, already been, we've already begun these things. Um, the raids began... Uh, of, um, uh, I think on Friday morning, and they've they've continued uh, constantly. Um, uh, everybody probably has heard that we've requested the uh, Gazans to flee southward. So most of these raids are probably in the north of the Gaza Strip. Um, as I said before, we have discovered some bodies of uh, of hostages hostages that were. Um, uh, murdered. We don't know the exact number. We don't know the condition of how they were murdered. If there was, if they were as quickly or slowly or whatever, we don't know. So I don't. I'm on a, don't don't want to comment on that. We do know that some bodies have been discovered of Israelis. Hundreds of Hamas sites, about 800 Hamas sites, have been targeted from the air and from the sea. They're using what's called penetrating ammunition. So if you, you, you this is these are. Basically, think of a bomb or a missile that the cone of it, the, the, the nose of it, is hardened. It's more than just regular steel. It's hardened so that it blows up after it already penetrates the ground. And the idea is to hopefully be able to do damage to the tunnel system as well. Hamas's tunnel system, um, even though uh, Gaza is very small, the tunnel system is over 300 kilometers in length. So it's, it is enormously extensive. Um, uh, 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 Khan Yunus, under Khan Yunus was Hamas's principal logistics and supply center. This center has been totally destroyed. Uh, an advanced Iranian missile, a, a so-called R-160, was fired from Gaza towards Haifa. It was intercepted by Iron Dome. Again, there have been a lot of falsification false reports in Western media saying that Iron Dome has failed. Iron Dome has done phenomenally well during this entire operation and it has taken down almost everything it, it tried to take down. Remember, two items. Iron Dome does not take down, intentionally does not take down a missile that is going to strike in, a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in an open area where it will not cause any human or economic damage. That's part of its design to save on the ammunition. And the second thing, Iron Dome, if pre presented with an enormous quantity, like happened in the, in the first day of the fighting, can, of course, be overwhelmed because, like any system, it's a, it can be overwhelmed. But uh, the, the, the taking down of this R-160 was very bad news for Iran. They were convinced that it was that it alone would be able to penetrate our defenses. It does not. The IDF has launched till now on the order of 1,250 strikes in Lebanon, not just in Gaza. It's very important to understand that maps and documents have been captured from the Hamas pigs, which clearly showed that targeting of civilians was entirely intentional. They did not aim at military installations. Their aim from the very beginning, from the inception of, the, of, the, of this attack, was to target civilians and individuals. Their aim was to murder families. Their aim was to behead, behead babies. That was their aim. What they're doing is what they wanted to do. 
It's not that they were doing this because as an afterthought. This was the intention from the very beginning. Their own documents prove that. These, these uh, Hamas infiltrators were supplied with detailed lists and maps, which we have uh, captured, and we see what their actual aims were. It is all documented, documented extensively. Yeah, and, and, uh, and final and a final yeah, thing. Yeah. There are as yet unconfirmed, there are reports of tens or hundreds of Gazans that have been killed by Hamas to prevent them from moving south. Yeah, I want to say here just for uh, those who are wondering as well and I've I've briefly mentioned it on other shows and I'm not going to go into it now because we're in the middle of a war, but uh, the, the Israeli people are also they want answers. How could this have happened? How could it be that it took us so long to respond? There's lots of questions that need to be answered. Uh, and I can tell you that after this, Benjamin Netanyahu is going to have to resign as a prime minister. This happened under his watch for the last, I don't know how many years that he's been prime minister on and off. And the other leadership as well on the left. This has all happened under their, uh, uh, under their watch, their responsibilities to take care of our security and that this could happen. First of all, we know everything is from God, but on, uh, you know, we have something to do with things as well. And if we don't do our job, Hashem, God doesn't have to do his, but, uh, things are going to happen after this war. Right now we're in the middle of a war. I'm not going to go there, but afterwards you're going to see, uh, people are going to be put up. They're going to be put up on on trial. Two comments on that. First of all, I completely agree with what you said that, there needs to be a reckoning, and that was not the time to, to do it. I completely agree with that. I also agree, unfortunately, um, that um, the entire uh, 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 top of the tree needs to be, needs to be pruned. Whether it's Benjamin Netanyahu or Galant or Gantz, all of these people have to go. All of them. All of them. Remember, Galant has been the defense minister now for what, half a year? The one, one who prepared the army, one who prepared the Gaza border was, was, was Gantz. So Gantz is at least as guilty here as is Galant. And anybody yeah. who thinks that Gantz is a, is a, 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 a reasonable replacement is fooling themselves. Uh, and I just want to say this, even you'll, if you, I don't know if you all noticed, but you have not seen pictures of the prime minister going out to meet with the families of the fallen and or of the kidnapped, because what's happening today in Israel is that the citizenry is so upset, and rightfully so, that they are kicking out any minister or government representative that comes to the hospitals to take pictures with the wounded and to show their concern. They're f- literally throwing them out and yelling this is your fault is, is, is this curious. is your fault is you brought this on this us did not have happened yeah it's of course but it I, will, have happened. I will end on just one other point that people need to be aware of you you mentioned tomorrow completely correctly i believe that israel will be changed when this war is over i completely agree with you of course but much more than that this is going to change the world the world will not go back to where it was two weeks ago Anybody who thinks that this is just a, 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 some little skirmish in the Middle East, you're totally mistaken. This will be an enormous earthquake over the entire world, and a lot of people around the world today are already, are already comprehending this. And certainly if you're an investor, if you're a, 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 in any sense a, a, a person who looks at economics, and not just economics, but this will change everything. This will be a major shakeup throughout the world, not just on the politics side, but in every dimension, politics, economics. And spiritually as well. People have to choose sides now. Are you for Israel and God, or are you for these monsters that take little babies and rape them and cut them into pieces and burn them alive? And we'll see what kind of human being you are. In Sydney, for instance, shouting so-called... Hamas supporters who, shout, who were shouting, not Israel is, is, is unacceptable, but gas the Jews. Yeah, this These is, are very important yeah. things that are happening. They're very significant. 
You're going to have to choose sides, folks. Can't sit on the fence anymore. You can't just sit it out. You've got to take sides. And already we're seeing people taking sides with mass demonstrations to kill Jews, have Jewish targets, Jewish uh, institutional targets as well. We're seeing the demonstrations at universities, etc. And uh, if you're a decent person, you're going to... You're going to fight this. You're going to recognize it and fight it. I want to thank all of you for being here today. We are going to win this war because we have something that they don't have, and that is God, and that is right, and that is goodness and, uh, and righteousness that we have, and, uh, and we're going to win. We all know what, how this war is going to end. We, we all know. We all know. The Bible says we're going to win, but the, the journey to get there could be very, very painful and very, very dangerous. And so we're praying for all of our soldiers, all of our wounded, all of our citizenry, all of the kidnapped, all of their families, and for all of the decent people in the world. Remember, it's first the Saturday people and then the Sunday people, the Christians. First, the little Satan, Israel, and then the big Satan, America, and the West. Thank you, everyone, for being with us. And peace, peace for all all the good people of the world who want to live in peace. Thank you, Dr. Mordechai Ben-Menachem, for being with us. Thank you.